Isaiah 7, 14,15 Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign, Behold, a virgin shall conceive, and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel, God with us. Butter and honey shall he eat, that he may know to refuse evil and choose the good. As we know these scriptures reference Jesus, whom was given good things and treated gently and kindly so he would know and not choose the wrong's paths. This is a very good argument against spanking and physically harming children and the more common emotional isolation and emotional abuse with words and shame. Jesus was given good things so he would refuse the bad. I belong to the thought group that the major influence on a person is their environment and that if you can change that environment their life can be completely made new. That is not to say that environment can alter God's will, it can't, he is still God and still keeps his divine hand over many lives, even when those lives are in absolute disarray. But the environment of their circumstances can lead that to being a longer process, with many, many obstacles to be overcame. The enemy reverses all things of God and it becomes offering you the bad choices to make you feel compensated in that it presents itself as the only good out there for you. As you notice this is in reference to his childhood, we don't need a Freud wannabe to enlighten us here, that this the time period where snares are set, and where we are enslaved through psychological bondage. It is always accomplished in innocent, fragile minds and souls because the enemy wants to ensure it will last a lifetime. You can see this so clearly in gangs and cults, and even often in certain types of prostitution and always, always in cycles of domestic abuse and the repeated problem of picking the wrong guy you can't pick that many wrong guys. And it is also true for guys who chose women who belittle and mentally emasculate them, they often have domineering mothers and all in all the exposure produces a picture worth a thousand words, and those words speak volumes in lives. It is the deceptive homing device planted long ago in vulnerable psyches that attracts the wounded to them and sends an unspoken code to predatory forces that you will be a perfect victim. Anyone really believe the sixth sense stalkers and serial killers possess, Possessed is more like it, and tracking their victims is an all-natural evil attribute that they just happen to have been born with? Research it, if you can't see the demonic force at play there, you will never see it. So what about the billions and trillions who were not given the good and did not know how to refuse the bad, when they seriously believe that not as bad as? Is the only option given them? If life had been exposure to evil after evil after evil? That life will be like an overexposed photo, the light areas will be blurred and washed out, kinda like light is there only not clear or well-defined. What we have been exposed to does have impact on whom we become, the choices we make, and the way we live our lives but IT does not determine WHO we are in Christ. That is the greatest news of the gospel, there is no life so dark, so tortured, or so messed up that it cannot be redeemed by the one who gave it, but it is all in the exposure. If you are underexposed to the good things, love, gentleness and a caring environment of respect, all the dark images will become darker. When someone has been exposed to violence, abuse and mental terrorism that exposure manifests itself in attempts to fit in and belong, feel love, feel whole and feel accepted and a need to be normal it explains how young people can be lured into joining gangs with them being beaten nearly to death as an initiation into that family and young women can be lured with attention and a false sense of security by men into a life of prostitution. For many it will manifest as one big ride on a roller coaster of self-destruction, sick to death, desperately knowing you need to get off, but not ever figuring out how to make it stop. Seeing it yet? It all an attempt to feel love, real love, love that will give itself for you not ask you to sacrifice yourself for it. Acceptance that you are accepted for you, not who someone else told you that you were or that you had to be. 
Belonging to a family, a family that protects you and cares for you and does not require your blood is proof of allegiance. Jesus said and he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it you know what he is saying is this, lose your life. Lose the thoughts that tell you are not worth love, your thoughts that nothing good will ever happen for you because you don't deserve to be happy. These are not God's thoughts toward you, they are programmed lies to keep you miserable and in bondage. Lose the friends and family that only weigh you down and constantly reaffirm all the negative views and hate-filled words that have already been more than hammered into your soul. Lose the users and losers and those who only want you as the whipping boy to curse and run after when they are stoned or drunk. Lose everything that hurts, binds, disturbs, and hinders your growth, peace and happiness. Find a new life that heals, delivers, brings peace and above all a love and an acceptance by one whose love can not even be described. Find a God that loves as a father, a real father, not the biological person that aided in conception, who was so vicious and vile that he was wished away. Find a God that will be closer than any friend, brother, or sister, that will be there through your tears and will never give you told you so's or down you. Find a spiritual spouse whose love is so strong that he died for you not want you to risk your life, or kill, or steal for him. Find a God in whose arms your weakness is made strong, whose gentleness will make you great. Find a God whose peace, mercy and understanding are unsearchable, who will cast your sins, failures and mistakes as far as the east is to the west and wash your crimson sins white as snow and make you completely new again. The best part with Jesus is that he loves us just for us. He does not care what we have done or where we are or how we got there, and he will heal every one of those wounds that lead you to those dark places, he just wants to help you and save you and help you get on with the life he wants to give you. But as always I really wish he would just come down and take us over but he does not work that way, he will not force his will on you, but he is always there, waiting for you to ask him, as Jesus does stand at the door and knock at our hearts but the handle is on our side, he can't come in if we will not let him. And maybe the enemy is bugging you out with well, what does she know, perched on her religious high horse? Well, actually I am perched on my super groovy swivel stool and I am not religious, I am saved. I am saved from the hardest things to overcome, demonic exposures straight from hell, my own bloodline, and most of all myself. My readers have most of my story weaved throughout enough posts to piece together some things but I had a brother, he was my part-time babysitter when I would be alone with him but I lived in a home with him 24-7. He had issues, and was also quite gifted at drawing pentagrams, if that gives you a little insight to exposures, I did not even know what they were until I got a lot older so he had problems and he made sure I did too. Mental terrorism can be quite effective at producing wounds that last 27 years and those wounds can lead a life of living in sin, working in sin and an overwhelming need to fit in, belong and just be normal. But I harbor no ill will and God has truly taught me that people have problems because they have been exposed to things that have harmed their souls. The normal part is always what gets us all we hide our pain and the shame, which should not be there, in constantly trying to prove how normal we are. But with me I could never escape the spiritual chase of it all and my life truly was just one trauma after another and making it past 18 was a feat in itself, enough pressure, a failed marriage thanks to my refusal to convert to Catholicism and I ended up right where the devil had wanted all the time and it was the only place I fit in. The thing with wounds that have been untreated for so many years grow deeper and deeper but once we allow God to heal us they become scars, I could never show anyone my wounds and once God started leading me with my writing. I began to understand how important it is to not hide the scars because sometimes the wounded need to see the scars of those that have been healed. 
Without those scars I may not have what I have today and that is a relationship with the very one who created me. And everyone has a story and we can always find others who have fared far worse and have made it out. And they overcame him, Satan, by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of their testimony, forget what you have been exposed to, do not allow it to determine your today and your tomorrow. It does not define who you are, reach out and give him your all and be who he created you to be. If you lose life as you know it, what have you lost? Pain, sorrow, pressure? What will you find? Peace, love, and joy. I may always have a hurdle or two but I also have a peace and a reassurance that I have a God who really does love me, in spite of me and no matter who rejects me, ridicules me or just outright despises me I am still his child and I have a peace in it all that he never fails, if I hold his hand he will not let me fall, 